As I suppose we are all well aware, we are, li- we are living in, in difficult, violent times. At this very moment, um, you can find these things on the internet, right? There are seven major wars in the world. Um, Ukraine, of course, Myanmar, Ethiopia, Sudan, the Mexican drug war, and even in the Holy Land where Jesus was born. So those are major wars. There are seven of those. There are 14 wars, I guess minor or whatever, you know, not major, but Colombia, some of them are Colombia, Afghanistan, Somali, um, Congo, Nigeria, Iraq, Sudan, Haiti, and others. Then there are 23 minor conflicts in places like Iran, um, Turkey, Pakistan, Lebanon, India, Libya, Central African Republic, El Salvador, and others. And finally, there are 12 skirmishes and clashes. I'm not sure how you kind of determine all these things, but um, they're in places like Korea, Peru, Niger, Thailand, Paraguay, um, and elsewhere. So meanwhile, the church continues to long, pray, and work for the peace of the kingdom inaugurated by Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. We join angels in praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Are we simply romantic um, dreamers? Heavens, no. Christ's peace can break into our world in amazing ways. For example, some of you probably are aware of this um, historical event, the the Christmas Eve truce of 1914 during World War I. So as the first Christmas of... um, the First World War approached, Pope Benedict XV asked the leaders of all the warring governments to, to agree to an official ceasefire. He begged, quote, that the guns may fall silent, at least upon the night the angels sang. His plea, sadly, not surprisingly, was ignored by the government leaders. But many of the soldiers in the trenches declared their own unofficial truce. This was one of the most remarkable events in the history of modern warfare. The ceasefire began with German soldiers singing Stille Nacht in German from their trenches. And then the British soldiers responded with Silent Night in English and other Christmas songs. Then, for several hours on Christmas Eve, 1914, a large number of Allied and German soldiers set aside their weapon, weapons and their hatred and climbed out of their trenches. They cautiously ventured into the highly dangerous no-man's land to share gifts of tobacco, food, liquor, and, and more. Time magazine estimated that more than 100,000 soldiers participated in the Christmas truce. And so the next day, Christmas Day, they finished off um, the gathering with an improvised game of soccer. They made a ball by stuffing a cap with clothing 
so it wasn't exactly the World Cup, but it, it had to do. And then the opposing sides retrieved their dead and participated in joint burials and services. What an incredibly inspiring Christmas story. Humanity recognizing humanity for a time. But, unfortunately, the high-ranking officers ordered all such truces to stop and to start killing again. But nonetheless, you know, the story endures because it speaks both to the generosity of the human spirit in the worst of times and to the hope that accompanies the annual celebration of the birth of Christ. Christmas is a time to reflect on heaven touching earth, a season to joyfully recall the Prince of Peace coming among us, whose dominion is vast and forever peaceful. It's a time to climb out of, out of our trenches to grasp the hands of our enemies and seriously reflect on the message of angels who call each of us to build peace on earth and goodwill towards all. It's a time to look into the eyes of people who are stressed, weary, homeless, fearful, imprisoned, refugees, LGBTQ, and see the Holy Family. If peace can break out in extraordinary ways among Germans and, and the, the Germans and the British during World War I, it certainly is possible in our own lives and times as well. We proclaim at Christmas that the Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. And so may we proclaim his justice and see his glory.